Uh, hard for me to say. That's I wasn't there in the scene, but I mean, from what I saw, um, there, there was one when they had her. There was one. It's been very often shown on television. About ten police officers around here, and about three or four police cars around her. But for some reason, somebody, two other police cars parked across the street, and she had this exit. I, I, I just from a tactical point of view, I was, talking, I was actually watching with a police officer last night. Couldn't understand why they didn't box her in. Now, why they ended up shooting her at the end is it's pretty obvious she had turned the car into a weapon. She had run over people, and uh, she was going down Pennsylvania Avenue at speeds of 90 miles an hour. So that's a tough call. It's never going to look good, Jonathan, when you shoot an unarmed woman. But, you know, she also had shown total disregard for public safety. She had a baby in the back seat. And I'm, I'm assuming that's why they were reluctant when they had her at the first point to do anything with weapons, because the baby was very visible in the car seat. So, but to be honest, until I really, I, I can't make a call on that. Left, I, I, I find that people, when police make shoot, you know, engage in shootings in this country, there's all sorts of second guessing. But it's very hard until you put yourself in the place of that police officer of, of, of the decision they have to make at that moment. Well, two, two police officers, well, one Secret Service, one Capitol Police officer injured as a result of this woman's actions. And, and you know, if you're going to behave in that kind of way in that particular area, you, you're going to have to expect a, a heavy response. The suggestion from the mother of this woman this morning is that she was suffering from postnatal depression, which is something that presumably will form part of the investigation. But it shows the anxiety that is still there when something happens in Washington. Uh, the police oh, have after, to respond right to this now, after, after the Navy Yard shooting, they're really, I, I mean, I was talking to some friends down there um, just, I don't know, three or four days ago, and they were just saying how much tension is there because they, they, they were almost waiting for a copycat attack after the Navy Yard shooting. This is obviously completely different. But in both cases, I think when we get to the bottom of it, we're going to see that mental illness is the primary factor here. It had, had nothing to do with ideology. It had to do with mental illness. Mm. Uh, of course, the one thing that was raised quite quickly was that these Capitol Police officers, federal workers, uh, weren't being paid yesterday, yet they were still putting themselves I- in the way of danger to try and protect the public. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the, the public safety uh, imprint has not shrunk in Washington. There's, there's a sense that there might be people who are looking to take advantage of that situation right now. I got to say, Jonathan, the way this is playing, the shutdown, the way it's playing, it, it's really appalling. There was some really crazy right-wing Tea Party uh, congressman who got in the face of a young African-American woman, a park ranger, yesterday and was yelling at her and saying she should be ashamed because the Republicans have got to this point. They've hey, hang on, the, 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 the park ranger should have been ashamed. Why should she have been ashamed? She said, you, I'm surprised this hasn't. I thought this went viral because it's a big story here in America. Um, and he went up to her and said, "You you close this, and these veterans can't get it." And you have to see him to believe him. Now, most of the Tea Party people like to wrap themselves in the flag and the wear flag, uh, uh, you know, flag pins on their lapels. This guy had a flag stuck in his pocket, um, a, a sizable flag sticking in his pocket, and he right. was like, it, it, the, "The hypocrisy of this of this crowd is so appalling." And you know, I put it in my column today. It, it's it, it, it it's almost like a Saturday Night Live skit, except Saturday Night Live is funny, and this is really just depressing to think that people, you know, who think that evolution is a dodgy theory, but arming school teachers with AK-47s is not. To think that those people have been able to shut the federal government down is just completely disheartening. 
But what? Hang on a second. What about John Boehner? John Boehner was uh, viewed as a guy who might have some way in, in reforming the way Republicans approach things and perhaps get one of them elected to president again, which is something yeah. that, that they think they didn't think was going to happen for a long time. And he's the one who's caving into these nuts. He is because he's afraid of them and because he's hearing from a lot of his members who, for you know, that's who he serves. He's, he's this House Speaker because they elect him. They are terrified of these Tea Party nuts in the elections that are coming, uh, the midterm elections. So, I mean, the, the Tea Party has been able to figure out a way to basically make extortion legal. And they are extorting their own party. This really, the, 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 the breakdown in Washington, Jonathan, is not really so much about Democrats and Republicans as it is the battle within Republicans for the soul of the GOP. And right now, the, the Tea Party insurgents are winning because the rest of the Republican Party is terrified of them, and they will not stand up to them. I am waiting for a, you know, a Joe Welch moment when he said to, you know, to um, Joe McCarthy, that, who was doing the red the communist witch hunts, you know, do you have no shame? Have you no shame? And that's really what we need. Somebody, we need a prominent Republican. And to, be, to, to his credit, John McCain has tried to go that way. But as a, as a whole, the leadership, Boehner, um, just won't challenge. They're terrified of these people. Mm. And there's about 60 of them. And they are laying hostage to the entire federal government. And, I, I mean, I think these people are unelectable at a national level right now, before this even happened. Because you and I talked about after, what would, what would be the lessons they would learn from the drubbing that Mitt Romney took when unemployment was hovering around 8% and he couldn't even win that election against a, a deeply unpopular president. Yeah. This idea that they would embrace people of color that they would embrace African-Americans, that they would embrace Latinos. Jonathan, that's not happening. It's just the opposite. And they are doing anything they can to repeal a law that was legally passed and upheld as constitutional by a right-wing Supreme yeah, Court. Yeah, and, and that comes down These to Obamacare. crazy. Yeah. Um, the, talk about Obamacare for a minute, because there was a key element of this kicked in on, on Tuesday, the 1st of October, and uh, I read somewhere that there were so many people trying to take advantage of the provisions of Obamacare, the systems crashed. Um, exactly. So how, di- how disconnected are these Tea Party guys from what actual well, Americans want, which is yep, half-decent health care? I've actually seen some thoughtful analysis from Republicans, moderate Republicans, who would say that one of the dangers here is that if Obamacare is implemented and Americans like it, the Republicans are screwed because they've spent a better part of, of you know, six years claiming that the sky is falling. And, and look at what the, the resources of the entire Republican Party are aligned against this. And if, in fact, they are shown to be chicken little, that Americans actually like this stuff. I've got to tell you, somebody, my wife and I look at, you know, keeping our kids on our health insurance until they're 26, that's huge for us. Because in this economy, my sons are not going to have a job by the time they're 22 or 23 in which their health care is paid. That, those hang, jobs on, hang, hang on a second. This is a stupid Irish question, but why can't they be kept on over here? You can put whoever you like on your VHI policy or your, or your BUPA policy. Yeah, but or, that's or, not whatever. how it works in America. Basically, when you were 21, you were out. That's what Obamacare... Obamacare well, why? What, happens at, what happens at 21 that you get kicked off? Then you don't have health insurance, Jonathan. That's why millions of Americans don't have health insurance. And one of the reasons the, the Obama administration changed this approach 
is that the economy has changed over the last 20, 30 years, and so that many people have more than one job, and, and employees have, have, have basically purposely created part-time work so they don't have to pay mm. health insurance. And that's, I mean, this is the other thing that lost from the Republican analysis, that they've been going for the last you know, month on this is saying, oh, look at these, uh, you know, uh, people are cutting back, uh, businesses are cutting back and forcing their employees to work, you know, only part-time hours so they won't have to pay health insurance. And they're blaming that on, the, on Obama instead of saying <laughs> these employers are totally unscrupulous. They're all about the bottom line. They don't care about their workers. They care about their stockholders. And that's, that's like I said, this, this is a much bigger issue. This goes back to the presidential campaign when Mitt Romney very revealingly and very truthfully said that the Democrats are all about taking care of people who don't want to work. The 47%, he said, that don't pay any taxes. Of course, he left, what he left out of that equation is the vast majority of those 47%, whether they're military, whether they're retired elderly, they are the people that vote for the Republican Party. So there is so much – I'm just so – this is going to be one of the worst weeks to live in the United States of America, to see that people who are really crazy are not just shooting up places and driving their cars into the front of the White House. We know those people are crazy, but the real crazy people are the Tea Party, and they have, a, they have been able to bring the, 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 you know, the most powerful government in the world to a standstill. That's depressing. Kevin Collin of the Boston Globe. Pleasure as always. We'll talk to you next week, Kevin. Thanks, John.